This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Louisville, Kentucky is home base for the award-winning Mama Said String Band. It's a four-piece collection of musicians who've been together for about seven years, all bringing at least 15 or 20 years of experience to the table. They join us for this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about their life on the road and their new 12-track album, Seasons of Change. Hi, Katie. I want to welcome you guys to the podcast today. Hi. Thanks so much for having me on here. And uh, you guys, uh, I think, um, mentioned earlier you're out on tour right now. Is that right? We are. We are actually right in between South Dakota and Iowa. We're playing in Mason City this evening for the first time. Um, and we've been in South Dakota for the last few days. It's been really fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Where are you guys based out of? We are based out of Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Mostly regional when you tour, or do you get all over the U.S.? We get all over the U.S. We have yet to leave the country, but we've got some uh, bigger goals in later years to try and do that. But uh, we've toured almost everywhere in the U.S. Um, we never made it to Maine just yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's about one of the few left. Yeah. yeah we, we hop around quite a bit. Okay. So give me the origins of your band. How did you guys get together? Uh, we are just basically friends that would, you know, hang out at campfires late at night at different festivals. We all liked playing music, and we figured whenever we got together, it sounded pretty all right, so we'd push it a little bit further, and now, seven years down the road, we find ourselves doing it full-time. <laughs> wow, seven years. Okay. So, when? how long ago were you able to, to make it full-time? Um, that probably didn't happen until about halfway through, uh, cause obviously when we first started out, we weren't getting paid as much. We did a lot of free shows to kind of get our foot in the door. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that transition happened about two years ago. Okay. 
And what does full time look like for you guys? Like how how many how long are you on the road? I, I assume all of you have separate places when you go home to to Louisville that you you get to go back to yeah. and rest and for the next leg out. Yeah, we normally play almost every weekend consistently, and then we'll do a few runs throughout the year that are a few weeks at a time. Okay, and is that pretty much all year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We definitely we slow down the longer touring uh, chunks in the winter time. Yeah. We mostly just do some shows during the winter. Okay. Where did the name come from? The name. The name comes from us practicing at our friend's house, and uh, she was a really great cook, and she would always try to tell us that we needed to take a break, and she would just uh, kind of yell down the hallway and be like, Mama, sir, it's time to take your break and come eat. We, were just, <laughs> we thought it was cute, and we yeah. have female representation in the band, so we thought Mama said it was a good fit for us. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, so you guys have a new album out, is that correct? Yes, it's yeah. called Seasons of Change. Okay, is this, is this um, are there others behind this one, or is this this isn't debut, is it? No, no, we this was actually our fourth recording. Okay, we have two full length albums, and then we released an EP of a four track about two years ago, and then now this one is a twelve track full album. Okay, and and is currently out or on the way? It is current. It's already out. We released it in May. Okay, all originals. All originals. Yes. Tell me about your songwriting process. How do you guys come up with who who writes and how do you decide uh, when the song's ready to go and that kind of thing? Everybody shares songwriting responsibilities. Um, normally, we keep to ourselves in the lyrical process, but then as far as progressions bridges and the musical aspect we normally do that as a team together at rehearsal mm -hmm. and practice so do you guys does somebody bring a song idea to the group and then you guys hash it out or is it a little more finished than that uh, we normally hash it out and add parts uh take away parts give some flair add some melodies on the instrumentations and stuff like that that's kind of why on the album you can see that a lot of different genre influences are hopping around mm -hmm. um, from like singer songwriter folk a little bit of jazz um and sometimes even a little bit harder stuff somebody the other day compared us to a acoustic metal band <laughs> oh really okay <laughs> yeah so it's, a, it's just a little bit of all over the place do you guys have percussion also or is it all strings it's all strings okay so we're really we're really reaching for that that metal exposure then without the without the <laughs> the, the the big percussion spread back there huh? <laughs> yeah exactly that was our thought <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's cool um do you guys uh what what's inspiring the music what do you did you what kind of influences did you bring and and what is it that uh inspires you when you guys are working on new music you know honestly i think a lot of our songwriting just comes from personal experiences um a lot of feeling goes in behind it a lot of these songs are about our personal lives mm -hmm. you know and you can kind of see through that with each lyric and in between so i mean i feel like this album is very personal for all of us uh each song comes from an experience or a feeling of you know where we were at a certain place mm -hmm. in our lives mm -hmm. yeah but i feel like this album in particular was is very personal for us did all of you guys have music background with some other 
type of group or duet or something prior to getting this band together? Yeah, most of us have um, have been in other projects prior to this. Um, and I'd say, Chris, how long have you been playing? 20 years. 20 years, David Hall. 20. Yeah, most of us have been playing for at least, you know, a decade or two. Yeah, so you guys brought a lot of, uh, definitely a lot of experience to the table when, when you put this together then. Yeah. Did, did you uh, have any idea that, how planned out was this? Like, did you aspire to be a full-time band or was it not quite that, quite that planned? You know, I think even from the beginning when we dove in, we, we were really hungry for this. We really, really wanted it. And we took a lot of um, sacrifice hits along mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. to keep making it work. And uh, we've dedicated a lot of time to it. I mean, over seven years, I know it's hard to believe, but there's only been a few Mondays where we haven't practiced. Okay. Um, we rehearse every week. We we bring new songs to the table consistently. Uh, so I'd say from the beginning, we've been pretty dedicated to Mama Said String Band itself. Yeah, okay. What kind of delivery do you guys have for your music uh, presently as far as venues and festivals? Uh, do, you, do you guys have a particular type of uh, venue that you feel like uh, fits your style the best? And how far out um, you know, are, you, are you booked and playing out for this year? You know, honestly, I would have to say the Blue Locks Music Festival is... Um, Probably something that I feel like that's where our music has fit the best mm-hmm. uh, because it's new grass and it's you know a bunch of a, a bunch of other genres intertwined together uh, with bluegrass roots being the main focus. Mm. And then we we have stuff booked out until uh, all the way next year, uh, next year in the summer. So okay. we're we're pretty we're pretty booked out. What would you obviously string band is in the name of your uh, of your band? Is that what you kind of consider yourself, or do you have a particular genre where you feel like you fit? Uh, you, you mentioned new grass and that kind of thing. Where do you where do you feel like your music fits? I think that it we are a string band. We are not traditional bluegrass. Uh, we do cover some traditional bluegrass songs every once in a while, but mostly this is uh, original music, and it it bends hops around from genre to genre. But mostly it's all centered around being a string band. Yeah. Do you, what kind of um, fan base uh, do you feel like you guys resonate with the most? You know, that's a funny question because I feel like the two biggest fans that we have are older people who sit in lawn chairs and then very young people who wear tie-dye and have dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our two biggest fan groups right there. <laughs> is is that uh, kind of – because you, you just kind of described what I see at festivals these days is there's a, there's a younger generation that seems to be kind of starting to fall in love with this music and then there's the older – the older folks that you feel like you can, you know, the, the standbys, you know, you know, they're going to be there regardless. And I, I'm not sure what happened exactly. to everybody in the middle. Yes. Do, you, um, <laughs> do you, um, what do you have for those folks, the ones in the middle? Do you, how, how do you connect with those guys? Well, I feel like because we share the songwriting responsibilities and we hop all over the place. I feel like we all we have something for everyone, mm-hmm. whether that be jazz, whether that be singer songwriter, whether that be a little punk influenced. Um, I feel like there's definitely something within our music for everyone to enjoy if yeah. you like music. Yeah. What's the best way that you guys reach 
outside of the festivals? How 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 do you share your music? What what do you find is the most effective way to reach those folks? Hanging out with their community. Ah, cool. And then, um, also videos. I think like through social media and stuff. We we're pretty silly on social media. We we always post a lot of videos and like pictures and stuff. So we try to give people a glimpse of like what's inside of our life outside of the stage. Mm. Like what's it like being in a band for eight hours together? Okay. Or, you know, yeah. what's yeah. it like going swimming after the show when we're on the road? We try to give people a glimpse of who we are on and off the stage. So I think that's another way that we connect with our audience. Are you doing that by video or, or blog or both? How, how do you reach the, the community while you, like while you guys are on the road? How, how are you communicating with those folks? I would say just through social media, okay. Facebook, yeah, Instagram, and you know, all the other little outlets that are available today. None, none of the, not, you don't have the cool YouTube channel yet. The van life channel. <laughs> <laughs> we don't band on the road <laughs> after this conversation <laughs> yeah it, I, a lot of people seem to really enjoy that that seems to be the the threads that come up most uh, when i turn on youtube is these these van lifers the either the couples or the individuals or, or and occasionally there's some band groups on there that are doing it they uh, it's fascinating um People don't get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff, the eight hours in the van trying to get to the next festival. Yeah. You know, all they see is what you guys bring to the stage. You know, and I think yeah, it's like we have to stop and get our oil changed, just like everyone that's else right. on the Tuesday. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about the new record. What what's um what, what's your favorite things about that? The new record, well, we did a few things different this time. Uh, we hired a producer, and we didn't go through the old formula that we had in the past. Mm -hmm. We actually had some sit-ins. So we had uh, Logan Henry on pedal steel sit-in, cool. and we also had Chris Cup on cello sit-in, and we also had the, the man that produced our album, Jonathan Goodwin. He did keys and programming. Mm. So there's a lot of extra flair thrown into this album um, I also feel like this album has more of a like soundtrack sound mm. to it, okay. like, kind of like a movie, like a movement yeah. of pieces. Uh, we we planned it out pretty thoroughly, and I'm I think it reflects on where we're at and who we are at this time right now in our yeah. careers. Okay, that's cool. What what are your what are your goals? What are you working toward? What's what's on the horizon? Are you working on new music? What you know, what do you where do you see you guys in the next year or so? Do you have something uh, something on the horizon that you're working for? Well, I know that we want to um, we have plans uh, that we're already going to be releasing some new videos through hmm. our YouTube channel. Okay. I think we're going to actually do a full production narrative music video oh, also cool. coming this fall. And for me personally, I think I can answer for everybody. I know that um, within the next two years, we want to be able to share our music overseas. We want to mm. leave the country and be able to share our Kentucky brand of music with people outside of America. So yeah. that's the long term goal right now. And once we reach that, then we'll build a new bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And, and I, I, I presume staying on the road and, and keeping this full time is is something that's that's certainly on the uh, on big the, priority. The plan. Big priority yeah. for all of us. We're going to. We're going to do it for as long as we can, but we also are extremely grateful and we know how big of a privilege it is to be able to do this with our lives because yeah. not everyone gets to. And right. I also understand that it doesn't last forever for everybody. So I think that we're just enjoying it while it's still in our fingertips. Yeah. 
Well, and how fortunate for you guys is a lot of bands post-pandemic weren't able to either get back on the road or, or had to pause that uh, indefinitely. Had to pull the plug, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, it almost happened to us. We lost two of our original members during the pandemic. Mm. Um, so we had to change some members around. But I think that we're finally back to a solid place. Uh, and I feel safe with the booking being as far out as it is. And I mean, we what's a band without its audience? You know, what is well, music sure. without yeah. the listener? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of different conferences that are out there for for uh, string bands and bluegrass bands and Americana bands. Are you do you guys plan to be at any of those where where lots of people could could potentially find you? Uh, you know, you got the AMA and the IBMA and Folk Alliance and places like that. Yeah, we don't have any intention on playing those this year. We played Spigma before, which is really similar to the IBMA. Yeah. Um, but I think that we might try to get on something like that next year. Uh, we, the album took up a whole lot of our time mm -hmm. early in the year. And we also did a Kickstarter, which was a whole lot of work, uh, involved as well to get that done successfully. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I think that next year we're going to focus more on booking and traveling. That way we can give ourselves another year to breathe before we tackle it. Yeah. Album. Cool. So the album, again, is Seasons of Change. We, we talked earlier about social media and you guys keeping in touch with your with your fan base. How do you like to do that? How What's the best way for them to find you and to be able to track with the new record? I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I guess I'd say Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube and everything else that's online. Um, we also, we still sell physical CDs, so I also think that my favorite place to sell our music is in person, like handing someone over the album yeah. so they because they've already seen us live. Because as much as I love our album, I still am a huge fan of the connection of live music and yeah. what it gives the fans. Yeah. So I think the best place people could find is probably coming to one of our live shows and getting to meet us in person. And your list of live shows on your website? Yes, they are. And and tell us what that is. The website is www.mamasaidstringband.com. And Facebook page? Facebook.com-mamasaidstringband. Okay. And do you have a Instagram? Any of those that you want to share? Yeah, Instagram is the same thing as well. It is Mama Said String Band. And then also, if you go to YouTube, you can find our channel under Mama Said String Band. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Katie, and the rest of you guys. I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to share your story and uh, let our listeners know what you guys are up to. I'm sure we're going to want to all uh, check you out and um, uh, rush over to the webpage and check out your calendar and, and see where you guys are going to be next. So I appreciate you taking the time to, to spend awesome. it with us today. Thanks so much for giving us your time and seeing the right questions. I really enjoyed this. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you, Katie. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.